This is Phil Stamper, the president of wrestling, and you're watching the Three Count Podcast. And always remember to trust in Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin, it's the Don, and you're listening to, or you're watching, the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. Let's go down my team. Introducing first, he is my tag team partner. He's the man that runs the show because I don't do shit. I don't run shit. I just talk shit. He is the landlord of the dog pound. He's the red dog of red dogs. Cliff Red Dog Miller. It's the Air Force veteran intel specialist. The one they call Red Dog and your favorite mercenary. What up, what up? Introducing next uh, he is my little brother, and that is the only reason he's on this show. He doesn't watch any wrestling. He only watches YouTube, What Culture, and uh, Ollie Davis. So, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we call him the Napster. Sometimes we call him the Shitter. Sometimes we call him Q, College Boy, or Convict number 284. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the Drip Master, JJ. I'm never saying that again. I, I, love, I love how you added the Drip Master. Because I am the drip master. I would wait for seven seconds for the beat to drop, but um, I'm not last this time. And we have to go through all the other um, worthless subordinates. Oh, you want to fuck fuck up. Oh, you want to get fucked up, don't you? Introducing next, he is the franchise of this podcast. He's Cliff's best friend, ladies and gentlemen. He's the host of returning to the ring, and you can catch it on Wednesdays on uh, what time it starts, Lou? 7 Eastern. 7 Eastern, ladies and gentlemen. He is Lou, the franchise. It's the fro-growing, wrestling-knowing, soon-to-be dad of four, and Lord, after this, we don't need no more the franchise. I like that one. <laughs> and last but certainly not the least, from the depths of hell, the Dark Lord, the motherfucking supervillain. He's the man that, guess what? Jesus owes him money. That's how old he is. He's 10,000 million years old. He was there for the first ever wrestling match to ever uh, be held in a public arena. Ladies and gentlemen, Damien Fatal. Yeah. 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 Better than JJ's intro. Oh, fuck off. Yo, can we first of all, like, JJ, for a while there, like, you had the best intro, like, in the game, and then you just, like, stopped doing it. And, like, now your shit went from, like, to, like, bro, like, fucking, I don't even, I can't even think of, like, wrestlers who are better at their shit now than you are. I'm trying. I was trying to do something new for season two. You know what I'm saying? But you need to figure that shit yeah, out. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, it still fucking sucks. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Take your glasses you. off. It's not it's working. Season two. Like, yeah, yeah the, the yeah. you know, it's thank you for something else. To keep me off the streets. Like that. That was golden. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you gotta figure something else out, buddy. Yeah, if you're not gonna stick with that, then. I'm, I'm I'm trying, okay. I gotta go back into the uh, the studio. I bet that's how I feel about <laughs> your new in, your new intro. 
But anyway, wow. ladies and gentlemen, this is the Three Count Podcast debate show. It's the week after the Royal Rumble. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We got a lot of stuff to get through, so let's get right down to business with some announcements. So if you have not already checked out our website, then you're an idiot and you need to go uh, drink bleach. So go check out our website right now. Ooh, None, of our, listeners are None of our listeners are idiots. None of our listeners are idiots. I want some bleach. I want some bleach. Threecountpodcast.com. You can check out our uh, our website. has all our information about all of our shows, um, whether it's the debate show, Return to the Ring, Now Into the Ring. Um, if you want to check out some uh, some bios on everyone, a part of the, part of Three Count Podcast, go check it out there. Uh, what else? Go check, check my out? shit out. Yeah, that too. Um, JJ uh, apparently just disappeared from this from the stream. I don't know what just happened, but hey, he'll be back sooner or later. Um, college, also, college you can check out um, what else? What else is there? Oh, you can check out our live streams there. It, there's a direct link to our live stream. So, anything three count podcast related, go on the website. Oh, and JJ is back. So, also speaking of three count podcast, if you see Cliff, well, he's wearing. You know, you see that? You see that shirt? That's a nice shirt. I'm on that shirt. Do you see the shirt that uh, Lou's wearing? You know, that's a nice shirt. And uh, I'm wearing the same shirt as Lou. Go get yourself a Three Count Podcast t-shirt. Um, these are t- just only two of the designs that we have on our Pro Wrestling Tees store. Um, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Three Count Pod. That is the number three, not T-H-R-E-E. That's the number three. We're not stupid. The number three. So go get yourself a Three Count Podcast t-shirt. You want more designs? You want more cool shirts? Then you got to buy more shirts. So definitely buy a shirt so we can give you more designs. Um, go buy a shirt. I mean... The guy, like the Red Dog, he got his own three-count podcast uh, t-shirt. Like, I don't even have a three-count podcast t-shirt design. Like, and I'm the host. <laughs> that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, anyway. But you made that choice. It's not like, it's not like. You know what? That's facts. I definitely told Josh. I was like, Josh, I need you to make Cliff a design. He's like, well, I'll just hit catchphrase. Yeah, I like that. Because it's only the catchphrase. <laughs> Do that. Literally, catchphrase, dot, dot, dot. Boom, put it on the shop. But nah, go get yourself a pro, uh, what you call it, a three count podcast t shirt at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash number three count pod. Also, last but certainly not least, Cliff Lou, tell us what we got coming up on now entering and returning to the ring. Yeah, so if you guys happen to check out for uh, now entering, we had, let's see, we had Dog Nation come out, Fuego del Sol. Uh, Righteous Reg came out, which was actually a really good, great interview. Danny B had just came out on Friday. So if you guys are looking for episodes that are coming out this week, uh, Vari Morales from AEW Dark, you know, he just teamed up uh, just last week, actually, with Fuego Los Hole. So it was pretty cool. Uh, Draven Blaze will be on this week as well. So you guys catch him on Tuesday. And then our good friend, Justin Del Rio from Nerds of Wrestling, will have his own episode that comes out uh, February 11th. And then also, we don't have a show planned for next week for uh, February 14th. So you guys will get the episode of Santana Jackson will be debuting. So if you guys don't know whose name Santana Jackson is, just go look up Moonwalk DDT. And I'm sure all of you know what we're talking about. Lou, what we got for returning to the ring? All right. So last week, we got Trayvon Jordan from Waves and Curls. That was a fantastic show. We all were blessed. Um, this week we have I, I, Pro. I hate, I'm sorry, I hate to interrupt you. Hate to interrupt you. No, absolutely not. We're not. Nope. You all. You ain't kind of promo on my promo. Get out of here. <laughs> this week uh, on returning to the ring, seven Eastern, we have Prolific. 
Get ready for it. So, I got something to say about Trayvon Jordan and uh, his little tag team waves and curls. Um, I said it uh, through the chat because I wasn't on the uh, on that show, but I'll say it here live for every one of our listeners and our viewers to hear. I want to fight you, Trayvon Jordan, waves and curls. Yeah, I want to fight you. Me and my partner can whip your ass. It went viral on TikTok. Everyone's like, oh, man, chairs are serious. I'm serious. Doesn't matter where it's at, where it is. It could be in the dumpster. It could be in a back alley. I want to fight you, point blank. I want my match. Bring my match, G. Anyway, uh, now that we got that, they owed you money. <laughs> they owe me a match. Hey, also real quick, we want to throw out a big shout out to Matt Silks uh, for one one. For my new design, I'm not in a front. Like, I'm not playing around. Like, he did an incredible job. Uh, that design will actually be coming out. I just wanted to sneak peek it out for you guys. But also, he did come on. We did an episode with him. Lou and I were actually a part of the episode. Uh, guys, when the episode comes out, I'm not quite sure. I'll give it to, I'll put the date out later. But I just want to give a big shout-out to Matt for uh, the awesome design he threw out for me. Uh, that came out. That actually sent to me today. So, thanks. Awesome, awesome. Some awesome. Don't forget to floss them. All righty, let's get right down to business with our Wednesday Night War Rundown. All righty, so this past week, Wednesday night, we had AEW Dynamite go head-to-head once again with NXT. It's not even head-to-head anymore. The numbers are N. AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite had 844,000 viewers, which is up from last week's 734,000 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was a 0.32. And uh, lost my place. Uh, it was third overall, which is up from the 0.29, which was six last week. Uh, NXT on the other channel on USA, NXT brought in uh, 610,000 viewers, which is down from last week's 720 viewers. The 18 to 49 demographic was a 0.15, which was 51st overall, which is down from their 0.21, which was 24th overall last week. So uh, what do you guys think? Who had the better show? Uh, this was AEW's uh, Beach Break uh, special. So what do you guys think? Uh, Cliff. Uh, so and I kind of want to talk about the numbers a little really quick because I know like Edge announced like 24 hours in advance that he was going to be on NXT like that was going to be like the biggest needle mover but not everybody follows the social media side as much um, I thought AEW had to had a, a good show it was an entertaining show but once again like we always we always caveat this because like I think NXT had better wrestling on the show but AEW just had a better show all around like so i that's why I'm going to lean towards AEW versus NXT this time. Lou. Paul Levesque's show needed edge, and they still didn't produce. AEW had better wrestling, better, better commentary, better non-wrestling segments. I actually enjoyed AEW this week. For the first time in a real long time, I sat down, and I'm like, that was really good. So I give it up to AEW. You thought that lumberjack match was good? Better, better than anything that NXT produced. You thought really? that lumberjack match was better than Tommaso yeah. Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher versus Undisputed Era? Yeah. 
Oh, you must. All right, be. I gotta go. I can't be on here anymore. <laughs> you don't even like Planned Parenthood. You call no, Planned Parenthood because you don't watch it, asshole. Wait, let me let me ask this question though. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe that the Miro wedding was better than Edge's promo on NXT? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you smoke a little crack. Go ahead, oh, Damien. Absolutely, uh, Planned Parenthood. You don't watch it. Doesn't mean I don't keep up with that bullshit. I have to because I'm on this. So I have to. <laughs> Fuck Planned Parenthood. And uh, NXT. All you did is read the, read, read the article of who won, who lost, and what happened. Yeah, and that made me don't watch the Go actually watch the actual wrestling because it was actually pretty fucking good. No, I read a detailed description of what happened, and that made me nauseous. I'm still on this thing about how you thought the wedding the wedding segment was better than the promo between Balor between uh and mm-hmm. Balor and fucking Pete Dunn and fucking Edge. Like I'm just still I'm so baffled by it, Anthony. Like you could be baffled. you could say you could say what you want to say. I'm just still baffled that that's a thing that you're, you're like, no, 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 no. Edge Edge sucked on NXT. And I liked watching a wedding that didn't happen. It did happen. But what you mean, weddings that never happen in wrestling? Say it again for the people that can hear you in the back. I said for weddings that never happen in wrestling. Damn. Always happen. Always. They said their ideas. They got through all of it. It was up to the uh, the best man speech where they got all out fucked and went wild. It was yeah, a inner, inner fucking. No, you can never have a nice wedding. Me. Go, JJ. About right for you, Chaz, Mark. Well, you Dollar Tree fucking toy. Can we just? T- can I just talk about real quick that the Edge promo was uh, brilliant? Um, he put everyone over without you know like destroying like you know. That's the best way to put it. Uh, I think that was the best promo out of everything of the night. Um, I don't like beach parties. So, NXT. Did you watch it? I did actually watch it, yes. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I was like, AEW had a better show. Did they have better wrestling? In places. But that wedding segment was, I thought, was some hot garbage compared to what was going on on NXT with edge i was like they were at the same time and i was like yo i'm watching edges thing versus watching this wedding thing that has been planned for like four months and it's not really going anywhere so i was like ah. miro that's, that's what makes it worse single run and just like tearing through the roster see that makes it worse four months of planning you still got dog shit on a platter and i'm not even talking about a nice silver platter we're talking about those like really really soggy paper ones that like fall apart as soon as moisture hits it. Yeah. That's how I feel about NXT too. But I mean, well, that's how I feel about you too, Liv. But I still love you, buddy. Turn that light on and see it to my face. <laughs> you know what? One of these days I will. <laughs> All right. So um I I gotta go with NXT uh this week. Um like for the most part, AEW wasn't like I said. I always say AEW for the most part wasn't bad. There was just a lot of dark spots that just took took me out. 
the opening match, the battle tag team battle royal took me out. Um, the lumberjack match took me out. Now everything else I enjoyed, like Thunder Rosa and fucking Britt Baker is a fire ass women's match, and I implore anybody to who likes women's wrestling to watch that match. I read, I, I read the what's the name on that, and it sounded like it was really good. Damien, like, like, if you don't watch anything on that show, watch that match. Like, I really do believe, and I told, I told Idol this on over the phone. I said, man, that match was actually really, really good, and it's it just proves that what I've been saying from day one that Britt Baker needs to be the focus of the AEW women's division and need to stop putting the title on Asian schoolgirls. That ain't happening. But hey, I need Sheeta out of this. She listen. She lost. Listen, I, I was on the road with Sheeta. I was on there. She was starting to, to get steam with me. Then she faced Nala Rose again, and she won. And that's when I said, "Fuck no." So, don't don't take anything away from Sheeta. Sheeta, first of all, like between Sheeta, who would you much rather like? Who would you much rather have go over over um over Nyla Rose, Sheeta or Riho? Oh, Sheeta, hundred grand. Oh, Riho for Chaz is definitely about a Riho. Oh, I, I would never choose Riho. I'm so this is that's why I'm saying COVID nineteen has low key been a blessing for me. <laughs> I don't have to watch that ninety pound <laughs> child on my TV. But here's my here's my point though. On the other side of the world, Sheeta Sheeta is a really good champion. Like for yes, when they gonna... give her time. Yes, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you had said it before when she first won. Give her the time she has. She has a you know a chance to do something with it. And I agree, she has. I just I think it, it all. And I think it also boils you know the same thing that we've been saying. She's not on the show every week. She's your champion, but we barely see her. We see her once out of you know, out of the month. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my you know that's just the whole thing on booking and everything. But right. other than that. Um, the, the six man tag, which I thought I would hate, I actually liked. And then, you know, of course we saw Kenta debut on AEW, which, you know, shocked the world. So uh, I, I still have to go. I got to go with NXT. I just, it didn't take me out. I enjoyed everything on NXT. So that's my, on, that's my, uh, pick for Wednesday night, uh, rundown. So. Um, before we get into our debate topics, I have scores. I have numbers. More. So uh, we had last week the Royal Rumble, and we did our If I Had the Pencil. I have the scores for the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. By the way, if I'm not last, I'm going to think you're cheating. <laughs> so here we go. Let's start with my score. So my average was... 66%. Cliff, your score, your average, 66%. Josh, <coughs> 83%. Ah, you guys are all some suckers. You guys are some trash. Ah. Chris Idol, 66%. Lou, 66%. What the fuck? See, see, this is... Jeremy, know. 66%. What? Angel, 66%. Oh, 
We all picked the same winners, except for the Royal Rumble. Uh, Prince Machiavelli, who is on our, you know, he's our interviewer on our uh, Now Into the Ring, 50%. Hey, I'm better than Prince. And Damien? I better be last. I better be last. How much? 50%. I don't believe you. You're tied for last. <laughs> and if you, listen, here's the deal. If you want me to read, like, go through it, I will. But, yes, 50%. I don't believe that. Uh, I, we'll, I thought I got 100% right. No one got 100%. The only person who was legitimately close to getting 100% was Josh. And as only, and only he didn't get 100% is because he did not pick Edge. Josh legit got everything right. He picked Bianca to win the Women's Rumble. <laughs> Josh picked it's Sasha to go over. Josh picked uh, what you call it, Nia to win. Like, like let's. I, I hate to say it, no. Josh <laughs> legit was the only one who was had any type of chance to winning a hundred percent. So no, <laughs> you were not getting a hundred percent, Lou. Yes, walk away in shame. Are you really looking at your picks? I have your picks right here. If you want me to read it, like <laughs> if it's that deep, yeah, I, after after doing the math of that of, of last year, I don't trust you. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, I don't believe you. you talk, yeah, hey, hey, stop, stop being bitter. Not by the champion. I will not fair and swear. Like I mean, so I, I can't fair and swear. He said well, it. Listen, he said I won. He's right, the Luke. square. I know. Lou, 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 Lou. All right, I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you, okay? The uh, the women's tag team title match, you chose Shayna and Nia. You got that correct, right? SmackDown <laughs> Women's Championship match, you choose Sasha. You got that correct. Yeah. The Universal Championship match, you chose Roman. You got that correct. Yeah. Drew McIntyre and Goldberg, you chose Drew. Um, yeah, yeah, Drew. You got that correct. The women's Royal Rumble match. You chose Charlotte Flair. You were wrong. I chose Bianca Belair. You are a liar. <laughs> I know. The men's Royal Rumble. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I chose Daniel Bryan. You were. I chose Edge. Wrong. You are a liar. I will go back. I just listened to the episode a couple of days ago. So go back and and check it if you want. Uh. I'm just glad you fell into my pot again and, and you're actually reading it. Oh, because I'm going to know, because I'm going to make sure everyone hears this. To know that, you know, because since you wanted to, <laughs> you wanted to pull out your, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I am going to say it. You wanted to pull out your Republican recount the votes card. Stop the votes. Oh, <laughs> yo. I'm going to make sure oh. you see the statistics. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I can point to it too. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I, like, I like the fact that y'all point like it's a WrestleMania sign. Like I know what right? happened back here. <laughs> That's what matters. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that during the Royal Rumble, I got Chaz into my pot and I stirred him around till he got really mad. Oh my god! And I just did it again. No, you didn't get me mad. I just wanted to make sure you knew that I, I that for your benefit and for everyone else's benefit. I love that. I love that you fall into my games every time. What, whatever, bro. You was on another. Hey, mind you, one day I'm just gonna put the receipts out there and show how Chaz 
went off about how it's not about brown brown lives. You guys have had it better than us black lives. You brown life wrestlers <laughs> out shit. What's us black lives? When is it going to be our turn for the black lives, okay? Brown wrestlers don't matter as much as black wrestlers. That's That was you. That's not, that no, was you. No, no, that's not what I said. My, you know, because you're you're generalizing that as fuck and making it. <laughs> you guys have your own style of wrestling. You yeah. have your own style of wrestling. It wasn't. We were. I was talking legitimately as far as Latino wrestlers, because Lou tried to say Yo. that Latino wrestlers had had it worse than black wrestlers, and I no, thought I was not saying that. I thought that was preposterous that he would even make that statement, knowing that the fact that <laughs> that Latino wrestlers had Eddie Guerrero, Ray fucking Mysterio, <laughs> Chavo Guerrero. He just had Ron Guerrero Simmons. Family. <laughs> he said Ron Simmons. That's 91. Yeah, it was just it was just funny because like the, you could just feel like in the chat room just reading it you could feel Chaz's blood pressure just go right up like it was elevating so quick. Because Brad, listen, because it was right after Bianca won. Like I, I lied, I had tears in my eyes. I had tears. Oh. I legit had tears in my eyes. I was so happy and ecstatic. And this motherfucker had the audacity to say this is the worst rumble ever. Oh my God. This motherfucker has said, fuck your tears. <laughs> like, shit, that doesn't, this is the worst rumble ever. Oh, this show sucks. So Chaz called me. Chaz, the video called me, and I, and I missed it. So I called him back, and he's like, I was going to cuss you out. And he's like, JJ's on the line with Bree saying, you're falling into his game again. <laughs> Bruh, literally, it was there. So I just want to let yeah to all, everyone that know Lou definitely pisses me off every, even <laughs> off the air he pisses you know, me. You was eating all that pissed off pie <laughs> like that's all you was doing. <laughs> I had to drop. I had pizza. I had to drop the pizza just so I could message like Yo, this motherfucker here. <laughs> that's <laughs> like me this, off again. This is how it was like on the chat. Like this is the best thing was this was like on the chat just watching the chat just go off. I'm like. Yo. I, I remember texting you back like, yo, you need to just give in, right? He's like, I know, but I still got to get this point across. I'm like, yo, <laughs> just stop responding. Jesus. Like, yeah. if anything, dude, er- like anything, Anthony is Eric Bischoff. Like, he just understands, like, whether it's good or bad, man, as long as you're reacting, he's winning. That's all he cares about. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Makes me so mad. <laughs> we start calling him. I love you, Chaz. Anthony, Anthony Bischoff you. over here. <laughs> you are my brother, man. I got you. I uh, suck a dick. <laughs> Damn. Yo, man. Feels the love. Oh. Uh, all righty. Let's move on. Let's move on to our debate topics, guys. This is why we're here. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, speaking, like I said, post Royal Rumble show, um, if you didn't know, the Royal Rumble, uh, the men's Royal Rumble, uh, Edge was the winner. Uh, he Lies. he came in at number one, and he outlasted twenty nine other men. So the over an hour, right? Uh, the real question. I'm ignoring Damien. Um, the real question at hand is, who should Edge choose to face at WrestleMania this year? Now, this past week on uh, WWE programming, Edge was on every show. He was on Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, pretty much laying down the law. Like, hey, I I can choose you. I can choose you. I can choose you. 
So watch your back. So whatever you got going on, like that's all cool and dandy, but just know <laughs> the radar superstar is watching. So we're gonna make the uh, we're gonna debate who should Edge choose? Uh, Lou, Red Dog, Damien, me, then JJ. Well, maybe I want to go last. I think you want to go first. No, I'm joking. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just I'm joking. I think he should choose Roman. And so he can take the paddle off of Roman. No, I'm just kidding. I think that you're not going to put a paddle on, on Edge. He, he's gonna, he, this is a short time. He knows it. He, 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 when he agreed to this, it was, I'm not going to be on one time, then wait four weeks. I want to go through a hall. But he's not going to be here forever. So him choosing uh, Roman would be the best bet. So Roman beats him, stays, stays at the top, and it saves Drew a little bit because Edge, Drew is beatable in my eyes by Edge. Roman is not beatable. Edge can't beat Ed, Roman. So to not give Edge a title and keep this process going, go against, go against Roman and lose. Make the edge face really quick. Hold on. Like, are you no go against Roman? I think he goes against Roman. He wins against Roman because here's why. I get that whole fact that they want to do this high the high tribe kind of deal, but like this is the only time that you're gonna get like that big ass pop for somebody. And Edge, it could be that person that's gonna get that big ass pop when there's fans in the stands at in the stadium. So I think you have this great opportunity to be able to do something like that. Um I do agree. I do think that Roman needs to be the person that gets picked. Uh, in my eyes, I think like Drew has got some other stuff going on, and I don't really know who they're going to put against him for WrestleMania because I know they have like the whole Sheamus thing starting to build up. I would like to. I personally, I think another one that I would like to see is like NXT because I would like to see whether it was Finn Balor or um, Pete Dunne. I think that would be a great matchup to watch. Just go down. And even like Edge acknowledged, Edge said it too to Finn. Like he's he's on a whole nother platform, a whole nother level, and operating at a whole different system than what he has been. So I, I would like to see that. But really, realistically, Roman is the pick. I mean, SmackDown is a bigger show. You know, you keep bringing your big stars on those shows. So yeah, you know, that's where I'm at. I think I think it's got to be Roman. Uh. uh. See, out of the three, really wouldn't mind seeing all three matches. But I'm going to have to agree with Roman. It just makes more sense. Like I said, I'd like to see the other two, but yeah. Roman, I think that'd be the, the bigger match, I guess you could say. More of the the last match on the card makes a little bit more sense. Big star from the past, big star, biggest star present kind of thing. So, yeah, let's go with Roman. All right, so this is where I come in and disagree. <laughs> I don't think it's Roman. I don't think it's Roman. We And I don't think it's Roman because of Damien, what you just said. It's the, you know, the star from the past versus, you know, the now. How many matches has Roman had 
that is the star of the past. A couple. It's it's it at this point it's it's oh. redundant. I, I it's th- the safest bet though if you think about it. it, it and, and but that's the thing, it's the safest bet. Yeah, but we've done this already. We've seen it. We've seen him do that at WrestleMania. At least right. twice or three. If you if you want to count Brock three times now, we saw him do it with Triple H. We saw him do it with The Undertaker. That, like, but none of those guys' names is Edge. You're right. None of them are Edge, but sure. but let's think about it. Undertaker and Triple H are bigger stars than Edge ever was. Are we fighting? He's the rated no, R superstar. No, you can't say it that way. You guys say the rated R superstar. Get it right first. Anyway. Well, uh, see, see, Chaz, before you actually like, you know, lose your lose your head and all that. Um now nah, see Edge is up there with Triple H and Undertaker. Like I'm not you really that, think of but I'm like I'm really think of but if you're, I mean, gonna, if you're gonna tell me like this, if you uh, here's nothing. If you're gonna say WWE's biggest stars, you're not going to name Edge before either of those two. If you're looking at WWE's biggest, yeah, they're top Canadian, stars. Canadians will. We're not talking about Canadian. We in America. <laughs> oh my god! You national. You you're falling for it again. Calm Why down. Don't you disrespect Dad. our Canadian fan base like that. I know, right, asshole? The one Canadian we have, and you just offended them. I know. I had, y'all got Bret Hart, Sami Zayn. There's your Canadians. Kevin Owens. Edge and Christian. Those are other Canadians that are greats. Lance Storm. Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, go. Y'all can have him back. <laughs> no, you can't be that way. He's like your number two favorite all time on your list. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jericho, you yeah. You recorded saying that last year. <laughs> I like Chris Jericho, not Chris Irvine. How's that? All right. That sounds like, see, you're learning to separate. I'm proud of you. It's still fuck Hulk Hogan every time I see him. Oh, come on. You mean (laughs) fuck Terry? (laughs) Fuck Terry. Fuck Hulk. Fuck Hogan. Why are you messing? Okay, but okay, let's be real. You had Chris Benoit. I had him. Wow. Who's that? My head. Ah, oh, who was that? Stop. Stop it. Stop it right now. Stop it. Like, hey, but seriously, like, if Edge if Edge didn't have to retire due to his neck injuries from nine years, nine years ago, we would be saying Edge is in those conversations as Taker and Triple H. But because of a shortened career, is. if we go back and look through his body of work, we can say, like, yeah, the impact that Edge had that time that he was wrestling is on point with what Triple H and Taker have done. He did a lot of change for the business, dude. Go ahead. I mean, he's the reason why tag team wrestling, part of the reason why tag team wrestling kind of got that big surgeon. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that Edge isn't in that conversation. I'm not 32 championships. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not in that conversation. I'm just saying if you're not going to put Edge above that, though, even if, even if he, what's it called, even if Edge didn't retire nine years, I don't think we would put him above the Undertaker. I don't. Oh, think well, maybe not Taker, but yeah, not Taker. I won't be believe we would put him over Triple H. Oh, I do. Well, because he's married I, to, he's married I, to Edge Stephanie. Is the That's the only reason. Of wrestling. 
I don't I don't think you put Edge on your Mount Rushmore either. <laughs> it like, depends on it depends. Edge and I love Edge. Right. He's on the Canadian one, not the American one. Sorry. Oh. You're right up there with Bret Hart, right? And and, and Owen. And, and 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 uh you know the other guy that we don't talk about. I feel like I feel like that's Tyler Breeze is Canadian. Your bet, your idol is Canadian. Oh my God, that's the reason why he dropped his eye. his eyes got so big when he's looking at Canadian wrestlers. <laughs> let's be real. You know what? <laughs> one day, one day. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do this in two weeks, okay? Let's put our Mount Rushmore of Canadian wrestlers up. I would love to see that. I would love to see it. I would love to see who you put on your Mount Rushmore of Canada. Canadian wrestlers. I want to see that. And Mexicans and then Americans. First of all, I, I, I said what I said. I knew what I meant. I said what I said. Canada. Because oh. I, I oh. want to see. I want to see where you who you put up on that list. Who I would? Okay. That's yeah. Fine. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm going to do it too. Say you. Fine, 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 fine. But uh, I bet Adam Copeland <laughs> makes that list. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's Edge. Um, I think they should probably go the route of drew uh i think we should see drew i think we should do drew and roman not drew and roman sorry drew and edge uh it seems you know that's raw needs the help all the help it can get as far as on star power and as far as as far as just good you know storytelling period um smackdown doesn't need it roman can you know, feud with anybody over there. I think more or less we're going to get the Daniel Bryan Roman coming out of either Elimination Chamber or Fastlane. I think that's what we're going to get coming into WrestleMania. And we're going to get the Edge versus Drew. That's just my thing. Um, if you want the money, Drew is is right now, if not, you know, if not, you know, above, right below Roman. They're one of their biggest stars right now. Um, he's held them down throughout this entire pandemic. Uh Drew should definitely get the uh, the match with Edge. Um, I don't think what you call it, Drew uh, loses. I think Drew retains uh, even at WrestleMania facing Edge. Go ahead, JJ. Whoa. Your sunglasses are crooked, by the way. A little bit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I've been sort of contemplating with uh, Roman, feed him to Big Daddy Roman and have him get beat or by the Tribal Chief. Uh, but I'm going to take a different route and say go for the NXT belt. The reason why I, I think it would be a cool concept and also will put the NXT title on the grandest stage of them all. That, that, that's my thinking. Um, also it's kind of, it would be different. Um, I think in any scenario in these three matches, I still think edge loses. Big possibility. So, yeah. And any three, all these three scenarios, whether he goes for WWE universal or NXT, I think he still loses and he puts over the other talent. Something Charlotte doesn't do. I mean, uh, Anyway, there you go. You know what? If he won the NXT title, though, like he would be putting somebody over. Like he would put somebody over. Like he would always ask for that one on one to put somebody over. Like I don't think you would see him be like Charlotte, where she, like, well, you can pin Rhea, but you can't pin 
Charlotte. Like that's just not a thing that's gonna happen. Yeah. You, you already know how you already know like how Adam is <clears throat> anyway, based oh, on yeah. the promo that he did just this last week. Oh yeah. I just I don't I don't see I don't see it being uh what to call it Roman. I think that's where everyone's going. I, I, I just don't I don't see I don't see it. Uh especially especially with him winning. Why like why halt the best thing going on, on on WWE TV right now? Why put a stop to that just for nostalgia? But also you have the biggest baby face versus the biggest heel. Yep. Is Edge the biggest baby face though? Is he though? Oh yeah, he is. You know, we can't argue that that Drew isn't. Yeah, we can't. Not yeah. bigger than Edge. Edge has got that feel good story. Like okay, okay. I mean, you you want we can walk down this path and we can talk about it. Like, why would Drew be the biggest baby face currently? Uh, I'm just I, I I'm I'm not saying I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I'm not I'm not saying technically is if that's the case. I'm not saying that I believe that. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, wouldn't we consider Drew? No, I would. I would put him in the conversation wise, but he would still sit at number two. Like, if if I had to pick, like, if I had to pick, like, number wise, Edge would be above, like, Drew. Okay. Well, this is a good. And to be honest, and to be honest, like, for real, for real, at this current time, he may even sit number three behind Kevin Owens. True. Like Kevin Owens is putting on these baby face, like I gotta come back and win at all costs. Where Drew is kind of like, <clears throat> I'm Drew McIntyre, I'm I'm the sexy Scotman, and this is what I do, and I kick people in the face like pow, and then like, <laughs> and it is what it is, like cool, cheer, raw. But Kevin Owens has made me believe that. Everything that he's doing as a as a face, like he's fighting tooth and nail to win. Like, and to be honest, like if I was to really keep putting it back, like the only reason why Drew would be number three is because Jay joined Roman. Otherwise, I would have said Jay is at number three and Ro- and Drew's at number four. Sure. Well, this is a good segue into our next topic. Uh so, uh, Nick Aldis, the uh, national treasure, the real <laughs> world champion, uh, did an interview, guys. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, he did an interview uh, not too long ago. Um, pretty much, he said that WWE and AEW uh, suffers from having too many top stars. Um, his actual quote is, uh, you can't have a company full of top guys because ultimately what happened... Some of them have to work in the middle of the card and some have to open. We know a roster full of main eventers, someone's going to be unhappy. Then fans are going to be unhappy and then rumors start flowing and then they get accused of burying so-and-so. I don't envy WWE for this position because they are, in the, they are the market leader with an incredible amount of money with revenue so they can go out and get Bobby Roots and those guys can work on top with the right booking. But you got Roman, so people claim they're wasting Cesaro. He's so underutilized and underrated, but look, he's getting paid, man, and there's only one spot available at the top. So, is is uh, the the real world champion uh, correct in his statement saying that uh, WWE and AEW suffer from having too many stars? 
uh, Lou, uh, then JJ, Damien, Cliff, then I'm coming at the end. I don't think so. I mean, me personally, but WWE's been doing it for decades, and they're still top tier. AEW's doing it in there because they got the money to do it. They're battling WWE, and then you get down to power and impact a little lower. I don't think I don't see an issue with it as long as as long as they can build it right. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes or no. And here's why. Um, I can see where he's like, well, you, we do have guys like Cesaro who's underutilized, and you know, it kind of sucks. However, if my my mindset also is like, well, if we have a bunch of main eventers, that means that we'll have really good quality matches throughout the entire card. Therefore, you wrestling fans should be happy either way because you're still getting quality wrestling from main event type of people. So yeah. That that's gonna be my actual take on it. So yeah. Um I get the statement and it makes sense. Um as long as the wrestlers are happy where they're at, it really doesn't fucking matter, does it? At the end of the day, I mean if they're if they're happy, they're making money, they're good, kind of. Really doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. So, like I said, statement makes sense. But, like I said, if they're happy, they're happy. That's always been my stance. Fuck everybody, all the internet, and all the freaking fangirls. I baby bitches anyway. Oh, that was it. Okay. Well, I will tell you this. Yes, they suffer from too many top stars. And it's funny because originally when Chaz and I were discussing this point, I was like, nah, WWE doesn't. And then I started listing off stars and I was like, oh, no, psych, they do. Because it started off, we taught, we, um, you know, when you look at WWE, you have Roman and Drew, like we just said. Now we got to include Edge, right? Um, the Miz. Uh, then you look at the New Day. Then you got to look at, you know, Finn Balor, Adam Cole. Then we're looking at, you know, they bring back Goldberg once in a while, right? Triple H is still there. Like, yeah, they have a lot of stars and they have a lot of positions that they fight for. Keith Lee. We haven't even seen Keith Lee in a couple of weeks. Uh, Mustafa Ali. He can, he can headline any other show. Like, it's just crazy to think, like, how many stars are actually in that promotion. Then you go over to AEW and you have the Young Bucks, which – Granted, whatever you think about them is whatever you think about them, but they still draw, right? They're still top stars. You have Cody, who draws. You have Kenny. Now yeah, we have John Moxley. Stop. Best <laughs> tag team in the world today, Young Bucks. Saying, All right, you know what? Uh, he already muted himself. I'm good. Uh, FTR, right? Like, they're, they're there. You have Sting, Darby Allen. Like, the list just keeps rolling. Like, you can list off all the names, right? But nobody fights for, like, you those mid-card titles and those mid-card holders, the guys who really, like, anchor down the positions. Like, you can name them, but the problem is is that a lot of the guys that we're talking about are just big, 
big time players. Even like in Miro is a, is another perfect example of a guy who, like, he was mid title, then he just blows up to to the front scene, and now he he's gonna be one. He's one of the big names, those top stars. It's like, yeah, you have too many top stars, and then you bring in other guys from other areas, right? So we have Kenta is on the show now. We have Thunder Rosa who's on the show. We have, you know, uh, God, who else am I trying to think of? You have the Good Brothers. Like, there's just there's way too much. Like, there's way too much too, uh, too much star power in the in the show now. So that's where I, that's where I stand. So I want to remember. I want y'all to remember this number, eleven. Just remember eleven, okay? Eleven, okay? Eleven, eleven years, right? Eleven years, and I'm now. I'm going to start naming off a bunch of different WWE champions within a span of 11 years. All right, here we go. So with that being said, here we go. We got uh, Edge, CM Punk, John Cena, right? We had, uh, let's see, who else do we got here? Some good ones. Uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got here? Uh, Randy Orton. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see who else we got. Uh, The Miz. Just to name a few. Right? Eleven years. It took eleven years for Kofi Kingston to win the WWE Championship. Eleven years. Yes, they suffer from having too many. Eleven years for a person who, as we are, as we finally saw, you know, that can draw, that can have a crowd actually pop and have general give you that general that that, that actual emotion. It took him eleven years. Let's name off just 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 a, just a few more. Just just a few more. Uh, let's see here, uh, Jeff Hardy. Um, let's see here. Who are, uh, the ooh, the great Kali? Ooh, that one doesn't count. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm not gonna say the I'm big show. I'm gonna say something to you, Chaz. That's really gonna irk you. Okay. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be specifically about Kofi, and you know I'm a huge Kofi fan. Okay. Kofi is a much better chaser than he is a champion. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. And I and I don't I don't mean that just in the sense of his, I don't disagree with that at all. I was gonna say I was like I don't I don't mean in just like uh, a world championship phase either. I think the tag titles, I think the intercontinental title, the U.S. title, all those other titles that he held, like he's a much better chaser than he is a champion. I can see that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I I I I agree with that as well. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with that. He is a better chaser. That just, I mean, that happens. But it's still the, fact, the simple fact of, you know, I think that we, we, we bring, when we bring that into it, I think that's, all, that's a whole other conversation. But there are all these different people that are, uh, you know, that deserve top spots. Let's just say, let's use, I don't want to, use, want to use the term deserve because we like to, like wrestling fans like to use that, you know, you deserve it chant and they throw it out for everybody. So I don't want to use the term and necessarily deserve, but more or less earned. Now I don't want to use that word. Like who? 
You mean like who? Well, wait a minute. No, no, no. I, are you are you suggesting that in the eleven years that it took Kofi Kingston to win the title, he was not a top star? No, I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying that he was a top star, and it took him eleven years, and it and they wait, they waited eleven years to give him the brass. The brass. Besides Kofi, but who else? Besides, I wanna, who, yeah, I want to hear this list that you have that says, like, who else? Daniel Bryan's on that li- that same list. They wouldn't have gave him that belt if it wasn't for the fans. Daniel Bryan would have, I, I, and I, I and I, and I stated this even back then when it happened in 2014. Daniel Bryan would have never touched a world title in WWE if if CM Punk did not go dip out and the fans chanted for uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan will be stuck in that mid-card still to this day, with or without injury. He would still be stuck in the mid-card to this day. There is no, there is no, there's no version of history that states that will ever have Daniel Bryan as a world champion in WWE if it was not for the fans. That's another one. Should I keep going? But the, but to be a party. No, no, no. The, the, the argument isn't, do they have they earned the right to face for a top championship? The topic is, are they a top star? And is there too many top stars? So, I mean, at this point, like, I could understand your argument to argue about saying whether Daniel Bryan should have been a champion sooner or Kofi should have been a champion sooner. I can understand that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, are there too many top stars? And as you have pointed out, and I, I made the point and you agreed with, Kofi is a top star. Xavier Woods is a top star. Big E is a top star in the WWE. And that's the problem is that there's too many to be the top champion. Yeah. We can, we can argue that, that part about like how many people were there, but that's not what we're talking about. What are we considering top stars then? I think, I think if that's the case, then we need to probably set the guidelines on what makes you a top star then. Yeah. I mean, I, I I agree with that. Pop. That, That the pop. If that's the, if we're, if we're, if we're, I mean, we, it's 2021. We pop for the bump. We don't pop for the wrestler anymore. <laughs> we pop for the bump. But I mean, if we're, if we're, if we're, if we're saying it's the Hornswoggle should have been the champ then, damn it. I mean, Hornswoggle is definitely getting big ass pop. <laughs> if we're saying that's the pop, another top star, that's another guy who was a top star. Like, whenever Hornswoggle came out, the crowd erupted. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. merchandise was being bought like crazy when he was in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Not so much, not not so much now, obviously, because Swag- it's not you know people don't really talk about. Yeah, Swag- I but, mean, but at the time, yeah, he was a top star. But currently, right now, yes, if you want to establish top stars and like people who, are, who are people that you are genuinely excited to see come on your TV, period, right? And we want to talk about guys like Keith Lee, right? Can we all agree that we're all excited about Uncle Keith when he comes on? Sure. Sasha Banks. Is that another one? I'm not even yeah. worried about. I'm not. Even, Anthony's over here down clapping everything. Charlotte Flair. Sure. Are we going to be excited when Becky comes back? Well, yeah. Been, what about Seth when he came back? Were you would you genuinely had yeah. a reaction when Seth yeah. came back? Yeah. So I'm saying. So there's. We've only named six, and we didn't even, I didn't even bring up Edge. We didn't even bring up Christian. We didn't bring up Carlito, who just came back. We talk about those guys. What about MVP? What about the Hurt business in general? I don't think Cedric Alexander is a top star yet. I, 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 he's on his way. He's on his way. Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think. I don't think he's there yet. Right. I mean, 
AJ Styles. Yeah, I see. What AJ you're Styles. But that's the point. That's my point being right. And even when you're watching inside those guys, right? Daniel Bryan, we're always excited about seeing him in the Miz, right? John Morrison. I don't know if he's a top star. I think he's like on that brink level because oh, like we definitely. genuinely like seeing him. But yeah, I don't know if I would. I wouldn't know if I would put him there. Oscar. I would be, but when he first came back, the that was one of the biggest pops of seeing with the fans when he came back. Who? Uh, John Morrison. John Morrison, there you go. You mean when he opened up the door and was like, "Hey, what's up, Kayla?" and then closed the door. That that pop. No, that, it was so exciting. I uh, I don't mean I'm not trying. To, I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just saying that like when we look at the instance of like everybody, right? Like the revival. Right, they were a huge stars, and then they went to w, uh, they went to AW. FTR is amazing over there. Everybody from the Shield, that was we were talking about. We didn't even talk about SmackDown yet. I'm just saying that we're just naming people, and we're agreeing that whether they're a top star or not. And that's that's the problem. In in NWA, when you look at NWA itself, who's the top star in NWA? Nick Aldis. Nick Name Aldis. one other person outside of Nick Aldis that's in NWA's roster. Tim Storm. Tim Storm. Name me someone that would be recognizable in the name, though. Because Tim Storm, like, I agree. I agree Tim Storm is a top star for NWA. But the problem is, is that when you think of NWA, you think of Nick Aldis. And that's what Nick Aldis' point is. There should be a select few names that you should know, right? But with WWE and AEW, we know the entire roster. Now, maybe part of that is because it's a nationally televised show. But the point is... There's that many people that we're, we're gravitated to that we make them all these top stars, whereas like NWA has one. Tell me somebody, name me, name me three people from M- MLW. Uh, okay, um, let's go Jacob Fatu. Let's go with, uh, I mean, is he still in the contract? Let's go Davey Boy. I don't even know if he's still. I mean, you're making my point. And uh, Jordan Oliver, Myron Reed. Um, Who? It, and that's that's the thing though. Like, and lose one of those fans, right? Lose a casual fan. Uh, well, he's a, he's more than a casual what fan. Fuck you, call him casual, motherfucker. Shut up. Shut up. Oh, My point being though is that Lou, 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 go ahead, man. Lou, name me three people from MLW. The ones that he said. Yeah, see, that's my point. That's my point. General fans, general fans don't pay attention like that. Like, I could ask you. I was like, it's for me. Like, yeah, I just watched, right? So. With me, Jacob Fatu, you know, you have uh, the Hammer. And then you can also have, you know, Leo Rush, you know, who's also there. TJP's there. Devon Eriks, right? But we watch that product. And we know. We know Jacob Fatu is the champ. Mm-hmm. After that, though, when you look at it, can you really tell me anybody else? Like, if you were an advert, and most fans don't even know who Jacob Fatu is. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm, not trying to say, I'm not trying to take anything away. It's just that when you look at WWE and AEW, a lot of fans like a lot of different wrestlers and then make them top stars. So yeah, I agree with Nick. There's too many top stars in WWE. You should you should really assimilate your name with like maybe two or three. Right. Then- uh, yeah, well then I mean I I, like I, said, I mean I, I agree with the yeah, there's too many top stars. Um I guess I, my, my point the point I was trying to make was that there's so many top stars that you know the ones that do deserve the top star spot don't get that shine. I think that's where that's where I was trying to go with my Kofi eleven years. Um, um, but Kofi, was, but the thing we just established that even eleven years ago, Kofi was a top star. I, no, no, I don't think no. I don't. I, I disagree with that though. I don't think Kofi was the top star went eleven years ago. 
I, before when before he, he got his before he got his push shut down. When, so when the Jamaican United SOS, I don't think he was a top star that time. I don't think he was a top star. Really wasn't until he started winning the tag titles. When he started, actually, I, I really want to say, when he started, when he was going through that that shift of tag team partners, when he was team with uh, Punk, with Evan Bourne, and all of them. I think that's when he was kind of breaking that gap. Actually, no, I lie. It was that actually feud with Orton. Uh, th- thank you. I was doing it. It was with the Orton feud was when he cemented that top star, uh, that, that top star spot. And I'm that's when was that? We're looking at what. Like, um, that's like 2009. Was it nine? Yeah. I remember that show when they re- they went up in the crowd and started beating each other up. I remember that. It I wasn't watched it. Then he became an excellent. We're talking at least four, almost five years into his career. But okay, so we're talking we're talking five years into. Okay, we'll talk. We'll say five years into his career. So you're telling me for the last six years he hasn't been a top star? Then that's what I mean. That's what I hear. But we've just established a guideline, right? Based on Kofi, right? That six years ago. He was a top star. Currently, right now, he is one of he is he is one of the top stars. But what we've we've essentially said is, like, you're just mad. Yeah, and honestly, like to be real, you're in your feelings because he didn't win a title sooner, like the title sooner, mm-hmm. and that's where you're at. But we've already established that six years ago he was a star and he's been a top star since then. No, I got, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I mean, someone that I would feel is like. And I guess what we can also establish is like rising stars, right? Like people that would be used. But if we went through Cesaro's name out there, like Nick Aldis did, Cesaro's a top star too, yeah, underutilized, he's but he's a top star. Yeah. That's why I picked him for the Rumble. I'm so mad about that. God, I, I know, right? <laughs> it's funny. It wasn't when Damien said Cesaro, that's when I thought about it. I was like, oh shit, Cesaro actually might win this. Uh, I, yeah, it was either I was like when either Cesaro or Dan Bryan, like I said, didn't see Edge coming. But no, freaking Benny, we're talking about. It's I, either going to be someone really obvious or part timer. But you know what's crazy? I, this is what I okay. I started thinking about this, and I love the fact that JJ said this. That it's Vince's fault, right? But if you think about it, how many people know other wrestlers' names because of Vince McMahon? And I don't mean I don't mean past. I'm talking about current. But let's be real, because we knew him as we knew him as the War Raiders, right, in NXT and War Machines prior to that. But when the Viking Raiders came up, Eric and Ivar became a household name as the Viking Raiders. And look at all the brands that WWE has built up through that, right? Daniel Bryan's a household name. We knew John Cena was clearly like another person on another level, but Becky Lynch is another name. Flair, and I guess you could say Flair had Rick's name behind it, but she put in a lot of work. So Charlotte, Sasha, Roman, Seth. Like, think about all the names that you could come off, rattle off the top of your dome. That's WWE building the brand. And we sit back here and we tell people all the time that, well, you're just burying that guy. Like, well, no, they built a brand around that person. And when that person leaves, they're usually using their old gimmick, but it's still them. Like, the revival is a perfect experience. It's a perfect example, right? The revival right. leaves NXT and, and WWE and go to AEW and become FTR. And look, they're still like, we still talk about those guys as one of the top teams. And we know they are, but it's just crazy to think that WWE built that brand. They went to another brand with a new, new name, same gimmick, same guys, just some dudes who just want to beat people up. And 
we're still like, yo, that's WWE built that team up. Have they also torn people down? Of course. Rusev is a perfect example. Rusev goes to AEW, right? Become he goes back to Miro, and AEW's acknowledged that Miro's got to get built back up because throughout the years they were crushing him and like ruining all of his pushes. So they got to rebuild him back up. But there's another guy that WWE built that brand. Like Rusev Day was like one of the most over things ever. And then we sit back and we're like, "Fuck WWE! They're tearing things. They're they're destroying the business." But we know so many wrestlers. Because of WWE. Because of them. Exactly. That's the mainstream. Like, even if you're what not, you in, let's be real. You can go obscure, right? Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK women's champion, is a household name all through the UK. Yeah. 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 So, I'm tired of talking about this. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to go to the next thing, but I'm going to stop it here. You said... Cliff, you said that Charlotte put a lot into the, the into what? Into her career, into yeah. her name. Charlotte. Into her career. Now yeah. that she now now that she took him out. Oh my God! No, don't even go there. Don't even start that. Yeah. I just God. did. Really? Let's go. No, you know what's so dumb about that? That stupid argument is that she put her name on the map in NXT, and then when she came up, she was still the women's Raw champion. She was a Divas champ. She became the Raw Women's Champion, and then she got her implants, and then everybody was like, oh, look at Charlotte. She went away for a little bit, and then she came back with some bigger knockers, and then she took them out, and guess what? She's still putting in the work. Like, stop. Don't shit on her because of you trying to get trying to put out there, her tits will got her there. Right? Thank I you. fell right into his fucking game plan. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you kind of did. It's all good. It's all good. All righty, moving on. All righty, talking about mainstream and everything. So uh, this is, I've been looking forward to this one. All right, so uh, this has got a lot of debate online. I've seen this like so much throughout, uh, throughout the week, right after the Royal Rumble. Um, a lot of people are talking about the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble and how, uh, and how it was, uh, you know, it was really good. And it was probably one of the best Rumbles ever. Now, some people are even saying that it's better than the 1992 Royal Rumble, which is uh, pretty much a claim to be one of the best, if not the best Royal Rumble of all time. Um, for those that don't know, that's the one where uh, the WWE Championship was on the line and uh, the winner was Ric Flair. Uh, he came in at number three and won the entire thing. So the question and the topic I want to bring up is that is – the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble better than the 1992 Men's Royal Rumble match. Damien, Josh, Lou, me, Cliff, you take the end. He takes it in the end. Mm. Okay, so I saw both of them live. 12 years old, 1992. Or uh, maybe twelve hundred. I'm not sure. I would say in this lifetime you were twelve. Yeah, yeah. I, that's short for twelve. That's that's short for twelve thousand. Just to let you know. Okay, gotcha. Try to keep it so y'all doesn't blow anybody's mind. You know. This is 1992 AD, not BC. Yes, yes, AD. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> 1992 BC was a bitch. <laughs> put your point out <laughs> alright look <laughs> yeah you're right um, 
right, so oh god, I guess mm, that '92 Rumble was really good, but the women, I don't know. I guess I'm on the fence. I can't really decide because, like, Women's World Rumble, they killed it. Like, it had a little bit of everything. But then the same thing with the 92, like, Rumble. It was like, I don't know, they kind of married each other in a way, if that makes any sense. Like, it was, it was planned out perfect, just like the 92 Royal Rumble. Like, it was just planned out piece by piece kept you engaged so the women's royal rumble yeah it's the greatest rumble in the modern time i guess you could say and the 92 just the fact that it's being brought up still proves that it's like one of the best if not the best so i don't know just i guess it's a matter of opinion Yeah, which is why we're asking for your opinion. I just gave my opinion. I don't <laughs> have for one. no answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was as that was as political as you could get. Thank you. I, I appreciate know. it. I have no opinion. The part I'm on the fence. Like that me. is my opinion. I am on the fucking fence. God damn it. <laughs> They're both good. Chat. <laughs> I did it. Of course you would. <laughs> I knew you couldn't go a whole show without doing something stupid off of YouTube. <laughs> I I just knew it was we, we had gone way too far in. Uh, like it was either gonna be this debate topic or somehow, some way during Cliff's power rankings, you were gonna pull some fucking clip off of YouTube. And actually, I mean that was a good placement. You got us that time. That was good. No, no, that was actually really good. That was a good one. So that go was ahead. good. Okay, honestly. Um I'm like the fly that's caught within the spider's web on this topic because like both of these rumbles I had, I had to actually rewatch this uh, the 92 because you know I've never seen it before you know youngie um it was a it, it's hard man who made this debate topic <laughs> I, I, mean, I do I make all the topics unless I ask clearly the one hey. being the jerk I know you made this one really hard but ass. Like, that's why I gave my that's my opinion was the way it was. I, I guess like in terms of like emotions, really, you gotta go with Bianca because like you know she's not she's not. You know what I mean, she really built a name for herself. So so like in terms of like emotional, I feel like. You could go with this this rumble, the 
How much did the same thing for 92 on Flair? I mean, I don't know the whole like backstory leading up to it. You know what I mean? Well, you got to remember, this is Flair just coming into WWE for the first time. Him winning like a world title somewhere else besides where, you know. Okay. So it's kind of like they both have that emotion. That's why, you know, the promo after winning the Rumble from Flair. Yeah. Like that epic promo. Yeah. It's like awesome. had so much fucking emotion in it. So that's why. In my eye, this is the greatest moment of my life. Like, it's ah, it's so hard because they both have that, that like you said, they have everything. It has everything that you could want. Yeah, it has, of. like, just little different spices everywhere, you know? And it's, like, complete a whole little pizza, you know? Good season and everything. It, it's, it's hard, man. I don't, I don't know. Like... <laughs> all, all, jo- all jokes aside with, you know, the, hey, or no, that, that was just me, you know, being me with my little gimmick and shtick. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, this, this literally is one where it's like, I can't decide because um, they're both really good. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Maybe one of you guys can help try to sway our opinion. Yeah, because I, yeah, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the Sahara Desert in the middle of it. And no water. What you got? Not an answer. Oh, this is great for our audio listeners. I know, right? (laughs) For those of you guys who who can't, for those of you who are listening, he's doing the yes chant. Yeah, just in case, you know, this is for the people that are Blind too. For <laughs> the blind too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Rewatching this, I remember this when I was seven years old. This this match brings me into nostalgia. Like, get that little warm feeling in me. But that's gas, Lou. That's gas. Oh, come on, yeah, that's a better answer, better answer than I was getting ready to give. Um, but the uh women's Royal Rumble this lot this year was fucking hands down amazing. Might go down as match of the year, hands fucking down right now. Um, plus you had Bianca Belair winning it, making history for his black woman to win the Royal Rumble. Um. I was just so much more entertained by the women, women's world rumble than I am this right now. I'm just, so that's where I'm at. I just, I absolutely the best rumble that we've ever seen. The women take it. Go ahead, Cliff. Oh, oh no, no, you're up. No, he ahead, gets to kill in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, I watched the 92 Rumble this morning. Um, I hadn't seen the entire thing, uh, you know, in its entirety ever. Uh, I've seen clips. I know about it. I know what happened. Um, Fucking Roddy Piper. Wow. Right, exactly. Fucking Roddy Piper. (laughs) 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 I'm glad you said that because I I, I love Roddy Piper. And yeah, and I just... Exactly. Like <laughs> he was uh, beat, 
dog shit out of Ric Flair, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> like, he stole something from him. Like, geez, you would have thought, like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Come in, Mike. Um, mm. That so, was probably because Piper was supposed to go over that year. They picked, uh, what's the name? Ric Flair. So, <laughs> yeah, because he came in. Here's the deal. All right, I, I, I want and I, and I have to, and, you know, I have to put this out there. This this rumble was the first of a lot. It was the first time the WWE title was on the line on the rumble. This was the first time we ever seen somebody actually, you know, that was already eliminated get, you know, eliminate somebody. There was a lot of firsts in this rumble. This this was, you know, groundbreaking history making. I just have to believe that even though yes, emotionally that you know the 2021 women's Russell, women's royal rumble was as much as you know we like the, the 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 surprise returns and you know with bianca winning i just and after watching it now i do not think it's better than the women's royal rumble and i say that because number one if you look at the participants in this Royal Rumble, it's a who's who of Hall of Famers. Just to name a few, you got Jake the Snake in there, Hulk Hogan, fuck him, um, Macho Man Randy Savage, The Undertaker, Big Boss Man, Roddy Piper, Ric Flair. Uh, who else is in it? Like, it's a who's IRS. It's a who's who of who's in it. Repo, man. Fuck Repo. Your boy Repo, man. Your boy, Repo Man. Never dislike any, like, of those, you know, of the the work, like, the actual occupation gimmicks. I've never hated any one of them as much as I hated Repo Man. (laughs) Why? That man is just doing his job, okay? Exactly. That motherfucker was a creep. (laughs) He was doing his job. If you pay on your car, you get it repossessed. That's how Repo Man works. Do not hate the Repo Man just for doing his fucking job. That's not fair. You don't hate Big Boss Man because he goes around whooping people's asses with a nightstick. Don't hate the Repo Man. I I don't like him because I don't like cops. I don't like him because he's a cop. Um, He's a cop. He's a a correction facility officer. Right. Cop. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But <laughs> I had to call Damien and tell him how much I was like so happy that he got eliminated. <laughs> yeah, he was. Then he called him and said, Damien, I, I never in my life thought I would hate a gimmick so much as Repo Man. <laughs> and Damien started dying laughing. But didn't so- he get eliminated by Big Boss Man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. I think that's what made it better. <laughs> he did. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> like, it's just. This is just, it's so much. And, it, you know, and we also have to talk about, like I said, Ric Flair's promo. This was Ric Flair's, you know, finally, you know, being in the the big time, being in the WWE. There was so much more going in to this Royal Rumble and, and what we got out of it. Think about it. After the Royal Rumble, when Flair won, we had uh, Sid and uh, Redacted, you know, go after each other in a sense. As you know, like, oh, you eliminated me. Like, what are you doing? Like, because Hulk Hogan, being an asshole that he is, elimin- got eliminated by Flair and then try to eliminate, I mean, not Flair, but by Sid. Then Sid, uh, and then Hogan tries to elim- eliminate Sid after being eliminated. 
Like, that's the first time we've ever seen that happen. Now, you know, all of a sudden, anybody can do that, you know? Like, oh, you get thrown out, you're eliminated. Oh, well, I can still eliminate you. That's the first time we've ever seen that. So I got to go with, I got to go with this rumble. And, and like, it, 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 it hurts because, I, like I said, I do love this rumble. I do love this year's women's rumble for a multitude of reasons. But if you take, if you take Bianca and the emotion out of Bianca winning, it's a typical battle royal with typical battle royal spots. There was nothing, there's nothing, nothing that we're going to talk about 10 years from now. But like, oh, remember when that happened? When we talk about this rumble and, you know, in 10 years down the line, we're going to talk about Bianca winning. That's it. She's the first. I don't winner. know. Jillian coming back with, uh, and, and doing that little uh, spot with uh, Jillian Billy. What up, dog? You know, with Billy K. That shit was hilarious. It was hilarious. But, uh, but- that guy, that had me in tears. I would be talking about that forever. Yeah. Really, let's go. <laughs> so and and I, 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 I and, and my but my thing is this, I at first I didn't I was when I seen this I was like oh no it's it's the 2011 Royal Rumble match and then I had to watch and like I said Grant I never seen the 92 Rumble so I had to watch it you know but I I gotta agree I have to you know disagree like this this 92 Rumble still takes the cake. As one of the best, it's it's if not the one of the best, it's one you know it's better than the 2021 Women's Royal Rumble. There's just so many things happened that you know that we still talk about, like we talk about you know Jake the Snake and Macho Man that 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 whole feud. Yeah. That you know that come that that come in the Royal Rumble match <laughs> to this day. That's you know like. What did we talk about from this one? Oh, what Rhea and Charlotte and Bianca? Okay, but that's still not on the same, you know, magnitude of Jake the Snake and Macho Man. This, like I said, there's so much that happened in that '92 Rumble and so many firsts. Oh yeah, I- no, yeah, though it was a lot. It was a shit ton. It was like legitly every story anybody that had beef with anybody was trying to. Fight, like even like settle a, that beef. Even on what you call, it, like I said, the who's who. Shawn Michaels is in that match. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Ooh. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don't let's, you dare disrespect the HBK like that. Let's so let's go back. Let's go back. Ooh. Let's pretend. Let's go back to '92. Let's go back to '92. Okay. You you listed off a bunch of wrestlers that you you said it yourself. There's a bunch of Hall of Famers that are in this match, right? But they weren't at that time. They weren't, and. Do you remember what number Ric Flair came in at? Right. Do you remember what number Bianca Belair came in at? Three. Three. Yeah. The parallels are there, like, everywhere in that. Oh, yeah. In the whole entire. Everything, yeah. The whole crumble. It's, like, very parallel. It's crazy. If I didn't, if I wouldn't say that this, I wouldn't say the Women's Royal Rumble is the best rumble, right? I would put it just underneath 92. I put just underneath 92. And here's why. Right at the end of the day, who were the last three people in the ring in the women's rumble? It was Rhea, it was Bel Air, and it was Flair. Right? If you look at the '92 Rumble, we had the same instance where Flair is in the top. Yeah, three. That eventually, he wins. Yeah. Then you have that big emotional speech. It's funny because you said something that I just wanted to say. If you take Flair out and you take the big emotional speech, guess what you have? Just a regular battle royal. 
the same thing that's going on with Bianca's Bianca's move. No, 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 because you're you're still looking at this because you are looking at this through nostalgia eyes because you're like, man, look at all the Hall of Famers that are in this. Look at all the people. Like, if you go back, if we ten years from now, when we look back at this Royal Rumble, we may not say, oh man, remember when Ruby Riot was just like on the up and up because we probably won't be talking about her. But we're gonna talk about Bianca. We're gonna talk about Charlotte. We're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about Rhea we're gonna talk about Tony Storm we're gonna talk about Ember Moon they're all gonna be in this there's gonna be a class that we're legit gonna talk about we're gonna be like man look at all the women that were in this battle royal we're gonna do that we're gonna do the 10 years definitely oh definitely we're not gonna and you know because even there's wrestlers that were not even in the Royal Rumble that we could still talk about because like Kurt Henning was there in the 92 Rumble yeah he was there as Ric Flair's person but I'm just saying, like, if you 10 years from now, when we look back at this Rumble, we're going to be like, damn, this Rumble was still really good. It still holds up, just like we will with the 92 Rumble. Well, I'm, 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 just, I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm basing it off nostalgia. I'm saying the innovation of it. Like, half, like the, the, it was a lot of first that a lot of the spots that we all know today and that we all see in every, you know, Royal Rumble match happened in the 92 Rumble. It was the end. I don't want to say the innovate. Like it was the one that was the most innovative. You know, that's that. That's what I'm saying. Whoever the producers were, of this was fucking genius because that's what they must have looked at. It was the '92 rump and gave it to the ladies. Yeah, and, said, and they and this they is what you need to the pull mirror, off. Yeah, the crazy, the crazy mirrors of everything that happened, right? Because who was the top? Who was the first person? Was Bulldog? British Bulldog was the yeah, first Bulldog, person. Bulldog was the first. Yeah. Rick Flair threw out the British Bulldog. Guess who threw out Bailey? Bianca Belair. Like, if you look at the similarities, like, it mirrors exactly how that rumble went. And I think that's why we are so hung on it. Yeah, you're right. We can't be, we can't look at it innovatively. Like, oh, yeah, well, the 92 did this. Well, they didn't do that. But there was that spot where both Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley were hanging off the rope, like, trying to pull each other, uh, you know, fighting to get back in. And we've seen both... that, but we, I mean that—that's a spot we've seen though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, but, but as far still, as the women's on the women's side though, oh no! But see, it was a lot more emotional when the when the girls did it though. If you look at how, if you really look at the situation that they were in, it was like the way that they played it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were kicking each other. Then they were like, "All right, yeah, we need to stop this because this is not how we wanted to end." I, I just it's I get I get where you're coming from as far as like the innovation of like things that happen with like Hogan pulling over and all those like all, all the other little spots. I get where you're coming from. But emotionally, like I was I was just attached to 2021 as I was to 92. But mm-hmm. that's why I would say I would put it down. I'll put 2021 just underneath 92. But not by much. Yeah, I'm still on the fence. Yeah, I'm still on the fence, dude. <laughs> they, they were both really fucking good. Like, yeah, yeah they, they were. They were absolutely Because, really- like I said, I can look at it from a different point of view because I saw it live, 92 Correct. live. Right. So it's it's a little different seeing both live. It's not a nostalgia thing for me because then, like you said, a lot of those stars were like, you know, they were just, you know, there. They were important, but, you know, they were there. They didn't have their Hall of Fame careers yet. So... Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah, both of these are going to be talking about. I guess they're they're, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> like they're, they're they're probably the top two rumbles of all time. 
I'm sorry. I'm still watching Anthony play with his hair right now, and that shit is ridiculous. <laughs> really? It's so distracting. Oh, God. Try to have a serious talk, Anthony. <laughs> My man is just, like, combing his hair, like, straight back. And Go back like, to 1900 BC, motherfucker. I'm going to take you with me, buddy. I'll say hi to your great, 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 great grandpappy. There are probably more greats on that, Mike. It probably is. I didn't feel like saying that many. It's, it's um, probably. He was the leader of the beat. More than 20 <laughs> generations. I know he did it. He definitely said that. So, all righty. With he that. Said, Boom! Yeah, it, was the guy, it was the guy on the Colombian coffee thingy? Yeah. Oh. He was a cool guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, stop hating us and uh, give us that uh, what you call it. <laughs> that what call it. That oh man, mind. that that intro you on it. I'll give it to you. So, it's your ass let's let's get in. Let's get in. So, since we had that such you know ecstatic intro, we oh, I'm sorry. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's now time for the greatest segment in all the three count podcast segments. It's now time for the Red Dogs. Power ranking. What the fuck is wrong with you? So much. What the fuck, man? All right, all right, all right. Sorry, yeah. Last week I had a guitar solo. Now this week JJ's breaking the air guitar. Listen, it's we get excited for the power rankings. Was that epilepsy? That. <laughs> all right, all right, right. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Joke, buddy. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I want to start this off because last week I did not include a couple matches that I probably should have included because they were based on last week's uh, uh, GCW event that was going on in the 24 Hours of Wrestling. It was definitely, you know, I definitely love a few matches that were on there and I wanted to include them. So I included them on this round for this purpose. So they are on the honorable mentions. You know, it is what it is on hour. So honorable mention number one, I want to give it up to Jordan Oliver and Tony Deppen for their two hour extravaganza Iron Man match. It was uh, amazing to watch. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's the GCW for that. What the? All right, you have to send me the link to that because I'm curious now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I'll definitely will. So, and then the next one I want to give to is uh, another um, honorable mention is Blake Christensen versus Leo Rush, two out of three falls for GCW. That's actually what kicked off the event. So if you guys get a chance to go check it out, go check it out. Uh, the black heart showing up. Now we'll get into some more honorable mentions because I have a few of them. So honorable mention, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa for AEW. makes. That's one your honorable mention? Yeah, yeah, you're going to see why. You're going to see why. Because then you're going to think about it too, and you'll be like, damn. So our next honorable mention is Damian Priest versus The Miz on Raw. Mind you, I want to say this too. I didn't get a chance to put this out there, is that I think Damian Priest is going to be the next giant Latin star, like, out there. Like, we're going to talk about him for a while. Um, All right, moving up. I know, I can't wait to see. Honorable mention. Uh, Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston for AEW as well makes the honorable mention list. <laughs> I know. I love I love your face. And once I start getting into it, you're going to start being like, holy shit. All right. And- I don't know why we even mentioned that match. That match was absolute garbage. What, Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston? 
Yeah, they're talking about the lumberjack match, right? I am. That's why I made the honorable mention list. Anyway, moving on. You didn't make any list. <laughs> <laughs> honorable men- My last honorable mention match, I want to put this out there. Rohit Raju versus TJP on Impact. So that makes the list. So let's get into number 10. Our number 10 match. Gallus and Anderson oh, yeah. and Omega versus Moxley, Phoenix, and Pac at AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's number, okay. That's number, that's first good, of all, that's number 10. Let's be real. Like, all the wrestling that happened this week, that made number 10. Just think about that for a minute before you guys start. No, but you put, I'm just, <laughs> I'm stuck off the honorable mentions, man. Okay. You threw me That's off. why they're honorable mentions. <laughs> anyway. You just threw me off completely okay. today. Let's get into let's get into number nine. Big E versus Apollo Creed versus Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Apollo Creed. Apollo Creed. Is that Creed? Apollo Cruz. Apollo. You did. You yeah. did say Creed. The funny <laughs> thing is, I wrote it that way too. I knew yeah, it. Me. Too. <laughs> I had to second guess it myself. I'm like, wait, Creed? is it Creed or is it Cruz? You are. That's messed up, Chad. I'm glad. I'm glad we messed that up. All right. So anyway, we're getting wow. into number eight. The Men's Royal Rumble match is at number eight. So okay. that's I feel like I feel like that's pretty cool. Uh, number seven, we're yeah, gonna get into, yeah. we're gonna get into Jordan Devlin versus Dave Mastiff on NXT UK. So you guys okay. not seen that match, you guys need to. Number that's six, a lot of people are gonna this is gonna this is gonna irk a lot of people. I can't wait. Sasha Banks versus Carmella at the Royal Rumble. I'm not mad at you. I, I a lot of people have talked about now. I, I really did not think that match was that bad. I didn't, think, I didn't think it was that bad either. I actually liked it. I thought yeah, I mean, died. a lot of people on, on you know online were talking about it like it was this like it was a shit fest. And I'm like, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. No, it really wasn't. I thought I, the girls I, killed I think it. it they're, they're, you know, they're the two of them's their their best match. To be completely honest, that's my like I said, my that they've had so far together against yeah. each other. I right. agree. So let's get into number five: Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. Yes. Okay. All right. We're getting into number four. This is one that we've all talked about. Champa and Thatcher versus Cole and Strong on NXT. That's crazy. I just want to put this out there, right? Like we're legitimately talking about this, but that that's number four. And that you could argue that point into being at the number two spot. Uh, So number three, I said Edge and Randy Orton on Monday Night Raw. I legitimately, I like that match a lot. Number two, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. And then we get into number one, if you guys don't understand what we've been talking about in the previous segment, the Women's Royal Rumble will take the number one spot this week. And there we go. All right, I can't be mad at those. I mean... He doesn't like be. the Lance Archer thing. That's the only. That's it. the crazy thing is he didn't have a problem with the top ten. He has a problem with the honorable mentions. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I, I just. I mean, I would. I'm trying to so because like before I even put this out, I want to see. I want to. I'm trying to figure out what I would take off to put Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker's match on here, and I'm trying to figure that out. So give me a. I'm trying to figure it out, y'all. Like give him a week. Cause I just I don't know that that's a pretty solid top ten though. It is, and it it makes me. And mad. I don't even like I don't even like most of the people in number ten. So yeah, and, but, you know, and, and that's the same thing I'm saying. Like I, you know, and like I said, like that that match itself, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad match at all. So, but I oh, like at best, at best, right? At best, you could take off 
Gallus and Anderson and put Britt Baker there that match at 10. Because everything else above that I felt like was pretty solid, especially if you didn't get the chance to see uh, Jordan Devlin versus Dave Mastiff. Uh, for that MCU. match was and fucking match amazing. Was fire. God, that yeah. match was awesome. And the crazy thing was, right, and I want to put this out there, uh, MLW, man, TJP with uh, uh, Boda versus uh, the Parkas, like, a great match, too. It was. Didn't even crack an honorable mention. I, I would I would rather you put that instead of that freaking lumberjack bullshit. But it didn't. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, while we're, here, I well, mean, we're talking about the honorable mention, we're talking about honorable mentions, though. Like, I that's know. That, that's the, that, that's the, even that is it's just, it, I, I, it, it's driving. Those are his, his rankings, not yours. So I know you're not sitting here talking about so it's his picks, and you have every other week you got a problem with his power rankings. I know. Everybody has a power problem with power rankings every week, at least I one But the crazy thing is, is that you don't have a problem with my ten, top 10 this week. Exactly. And that's uh, what top I ten this week was actually yeah, that was well. amazing, beautiful. That's what yeah. mind fucking me right now. Is it's like I don't have a problem with it. Like it's just the, that <laughs> that one honorable mention match. You're like that one honorable mention that's really bothering you. Like I, I, I had to say that when I was watching the lumberjack match, I even, I even like I told, I even told Josh, I was talk, I was talking to Angel. I said, bro, this match is all over the place. I cannot, I, I just cannot watch it. Like it was. Like it legit, like it was hurting me to watch it because it was just so much stuff did not make sense. I liked it though because I just felt like with it, it stayed it stayed heel face right for a little bit, and then they had like a little implosion. But then for most of the part, it was heel face. You know what I mean? Like heel stayed on one side, face stayed on the other, and then every once in a while you have the cross, and then like obviously heels would do their thing to Lance, and then. It, Eddie would be like, you know what, go hell, go to hell and beat up like a bunch of the faces. But like overall, like the match was chaotic, but it was still fun to watch. And then but my thing is this, what was the reason for a lumberjack match? I think last week when Eddie Kingston uh, used brass knucks to knock out Lance. And so I think what they wanted was to have like people there to kind of keep order so that things didn't happen like that again. Yeah, Lumberjacks never keep the order. We know them. The next thing they're going to do is a hardcore match. You know what they didn't do? Social distance. I see that. They didn't have an Iron Man match. <laughs> then a last man standing match. Then a, then a grave match. To be completely honest, I want Lance Archer to get off of my TV, but... Why? I want Planned Parenthood to get off my TV, Lance but Ar- hey... He's too like listen, and and I hate to sound I hate to sound like no, you, don't. you know an old timer. <laughs> and just, just because you can do flippy dippy shit does not mean you need to do flippy dippy shit. He does one flip, just a back flip off the top rope. I get where you're coming from. Okay, but the bump, the, but, the, but the dive on the outside though, the, the Undertaker dive. Well, you must you really never had a problem with so Brody Lee doing a dive. I guess I have. I guess I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I don't remember it. I don't remember you ever recalling that out. Well, you, just because you don't remember doesn't mean it didn't happen. Find the oh, clip. I, okay, you know what? Great. I guess I know what my assignment is to do is to go back and listen to all the past episodes that we've done of 
of the Three Count Podcast debate show and just wait for you one time to go, I can't stand Brody Lee when he dies through the fucking middle ropes. Luchasaurus should not be doing Luchasaurus shouldn't be doing a shooting star press off the stage. <laughs> like, it's just, it, 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 he don't need to be doing that. And just, ugh. I don't disagree. Young Bucks shouldn't fucking super kick everybody. They shouldn't. He, he, he they said that before. Should. He said that before. God, I can recall yeah, that. They <laughs> I heard that. 2013. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, as far as like Lance doing his backflip or his dives over and stuff like that, like you never had how many times did you ever call out the Undertaker for doing that? Like when he was Undertaker doesn't do it, he only does it once a year at that time. He was only doing once a year. And that was at, or every, every so time. often. Yeah, so he often. wasn't doing every match. And did I think you have that, a problem. Did you have a problem with Keith Lee doing that when they when NXT invaded? Well, no, because Uncle Keith. Why would I be mad at Uncle Keith? Oh, oh! Uh, I see. I see where it is now. I see where it is now. I get it. I get it. Oh, he's black. He can do whatever he wants. And I've never. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Really? No, no, wait, wait. I've never heard you. No, Anthony. Wait, 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 wait. I've never heard you call a Damian Priest for doing his flip over the top rope. Okay. Does it does it does it make me bad that I really don't pay attention to Damien Priest? Oh, that's right. I get wow. it now. Brown wrestlers don't matter. I see where it's at. <laughs> Black uh, wrestlers matter. Bad. <laughs> you are bad. so racist. This, so so for you to not like. Okay, I can understand that you don't like Lance Archer when he dives out because the way that we've been presented as a Murderhawk monster was this dude who doesn't do flips. He just goes out and destroys people. Right. And like you said, just because you can do them doesn't mean you should do them. But in AEW, what we have come to notice is that Bruh. everybody <laughs> dives. Everybody yeah. does it. That's uh, planned parenthood. And it doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. And I think that's the problem. And, and I hate, and I, you know, I, I, I got a little bottle. Well, I just hate the, you know, it's, it's a just, 20 ounce it bottle. Mean, it's just big in his hand. That's it. It's, it's, oh. It's, it's, oh wow! Thanks, Cliff. It's, 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 it, it just got the Robin hands. You know what I mean? It baby. doesn't mean <laughs> is that a mean double that? whopper? No, it's a whopper, Junior. Oh. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode of the Three Count. We're closing. We have to- we were going to give the fans a whole double debate, you know, sneak peek, you know, but no, y'all ruined it. So I'm I'm logging out. Like, logging out for So with that being said, um, <laughs> it's your boy, your nephew, your cousin. It's the Don, the host of the Three Count Podcast. And if you can see my name, I'm better than Chris Idol, because where is he at? And also, team partner, he is the red dog of red dogs. Cliff Red Dog Miller, the Dark Lord himself, Damien Fatale, Luda Franchise, and my little brother, JJ. Tune in, well, not next week, because we won't be here next week, but tune in the week after next. Actually, you know yeah, what? because I'm going to be getting late next weekend. <laughs> fucking Valentine's Day. I'm giving out gifts. We're fucking. <laughs> hey, hey just that. remember one thing before we go, okay? Just remember one thing, okay? If you get a call from him on February 13th and the 15th, you decide, check. Peace. Exactly. Yeah, do we, remember that. Why are we doing a show about this? What are we, a bunch right. of fucking high schoolers? Hey guys, it's the host of The Three Count, you know, Chaz Evans here. 
make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else did you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a, a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Three Count Pod, and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you follow us at Three Count Pod or Three Count underscore Pod on Twitter and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.